And welcome back, everybody. It is September 15th, 2020. And I know we've been gone for like a week and a little bit of change. But hey, welcome back to that other Toku podcast. We're on episode 10, finally. Only 90 left till we get to 100. Am I right, Crownless? Yeah. <laughs> How are you doing, my friend? I'm fine. I'm ready. I'm happy. I don't know, that's, I just feel so joyful right now. That's good. I'm I am actually very, very happy to hear that. I am tired. I'm trying to muster the last bit of my energy just just to continue persevering and pushing through. It's been a long week and some change, but hey, we got a lot of power we got some Power Ranger stuff to talk about. We have <laughs> a lot. And I mean a lot of common writers. So this is primarily might be a common writer episode, but it is worth it. And if I'm you really like, sure you are really happy right now. I think I, I, I am a little. I am happy. I'm just you like. Should. I think this is when I get I get kind of goofy when I get to <laughs> E on my energy. <laughs> it's okay. But I mean, I mean, honestly, it's been a good. It's been a good week for you know <clears> many <throat> things because once again. We already have two episodes of Comrade Saber, which we will be talking about today. We have Lauren Sheba that came out. We're just going to talk a little bit about our very first impressions of like the hour or in my case, like 15 minutes I dealt with her. Um, there were toy rumors out there for more legacy um, lightning collection toys. And th- there was a lot. Like There's a lot going on. So if you like what you're listening to. You're going to have to follow us on the Twitters at that Toku. Subscribe to the podcast, you know, wherever you get your podcast from, whether it's, you know, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you get yours at, check it out. And I will make sure that episode from last week will actually be out. I never, I didn't forget people, didn't forget. <laughs> and also you can follow us on our own Twitters. We'll do those at the very end. But. With that said, let's talk about Power Rangers. Alright then, it's Morphin Time! Dragon Sword! Mastodon! Pterodactyl! Triceratops! Saber 2 Tiger! Tyrannosaurus! Yeah! And so, the one thing that I've been noticing, and this is something that I saw recently, like, once again, like, I literally just got some from the Illuminati. Like seven hours ago, talking about Lightning Collection rumors happening, and you know they're talking about like they say like Power Ranger, like Power Ranger, you know Mercury, Mars, Atom, like Mars Atom, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, those code names. Yeah, they got the code like the code names were out there, um, and I remember seeing them on our Twitter, and I think I did retweet it. And I'm going to just, I'm trying to scan through it super duper quickly just to make sure. But even with that, there were some other ones that were coming up too. I'm like, that was, I was like, that was interesting. Wasn't expecting that. So here we go. This is coming from Jurassic Samurai as well as from the Illuminati. That the Wave 7 prediction is 
like, and I, I'm not going like like the rate, like the um, what's where I'm looking for, the code names like with Jupiter, Mercury, Radar, Mars, question mark one, and it keeps going through that. So I think they, I think they started to figure out that Mercury is kind of dealing with something that's kind of special to an extent, or like a six ranger or extra ranger or a villain possibly. Um, I would definitely like Earth. It seems like it's blue. And it's getting kind of crazy. So here's what they're saying. Not only for wave seven, but also for eight and nine. So oh. there's. Yeah, this is coming from Jurassic Samurai. And what Jurassic Samurai is saying is for wave seven prediction, it will be the Dino Thunder Red Ranger Connor. White Ranger Tommy. Um, Lord's the Z putties. They took away the Black and Space Ranger for that one because they moved the Mars one to Wave Nine, and then possibly another Green Ranger separately. Wave Eight. Um, Shane from Ninja Storm, Red Ninja Storm Ranger, Ethan, Blue Dino Thunder Ranger, JJ. From the Soul of the Dragon comic with the Green Ranger armor as SPD Green. And a um I know this has to be from Dino Charge. The um the minions from Dino Charge. I don't know their name. The Beast Point uh, or which, what what? You know the um, minions and um you know like the little the minion pawns like oh, that are in yeah. Dino Charge. I can't remember the names. You know the you know the just the fodder that the um Rangers beat up. Yeah. Then in wave nine, we got Charlie from SPD, A Squad Red, um, Blake, Ninja Storm, Crim- um, Navy Thunder Ranger, Ninja Adam as Thank the you. Mars one, and then the Tengu, the Tengu Warrior from, of course, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Season 3. There is some more I can talk about, but I'll talk about those in a moment. Just based on what you heard so far, Crownless, what do you think? Do you think any of these could be true, whether it's Wave 7, Wave 8, or Wave 9? Well, if they are true, I hope they are true. <laughs> because this, it sounds really cool. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely say, I feel like Wave 7 definitely seems like that's a real thing. Because mm-hmm. I would say we found, we do need... Because you already got, you already have Dino Charge Red. You have Mighty Morphin Red. You can complete the trio, temporarily. You know, it's not, it won't be a trio any. Uh, it won't be a trio at some point because there'll be the Dino Fury Red Ranger. But we'll have our three Dino Rangers that we have from each era of Saban, Disney, and Neo Saban. Yeah, I, I think that'll be cool. Honestly, I feel like with these White Ranger and Green Ranger ones. I think they're just trying to get rid of the excess amount. Cause I think they have way too many White Ranger and Green Ranger ones. Well, it makes sense, but yeah. Um, I even remember the rumor about the Squad A versus Squad B of the SPD. Oh yes, I've heard of that. Like the um the five pack of them. Yeah. I would like that. That would actually be really cool to see. Those... Especially I would definitely say A Squad would be perfect for it. Look, man, those are my favorite. 
the Power Rangers SP is my favorite season between okay. Mystic Force and Mikey Morphin. <laughs> okay. I realized, do we have any? I don't think we have any Mystic Force Rangers. <coughs> so, sorry. <coughs> Sadly, no. Okay. <laughs> But <laughs> sorry for that. But that was if cool. we had uh, something like that, I wish they had uh, what it was called. Sorry, you know, what was what was the name the of the red guy? Limbo, Limbo. Oh, Limbo. Oh yes, Limbo. So you can have. I would like that too. I mean, or I'll be it. I bet they would do. I bet they would do something like this. They would make a two pack. They would probably make a two pack. One with Limbo in there and one with Korag. That would be funny. Yeah. But, for example, I'm thinking if they do the, you know, every season has their favorite ranger, right? Yep. If you remember the, the Viewing Globe, uh-huh. when they did the Mystic Force, it was with the Green Ranger. Even if you remember that season, the Green Ranger was the one who almost got more, you know, magic freaks. I can't remember the name in English. Sorry. Okay, no, I understand. Because um, he, Xander. Because, yeah, Xander, he got the magic buff of the really big muscles. Mm-hmm. And the punching one, you know, the, like, okay, the yeah. files. He got, he got the most power-ups. Yeah, he even do the, the section. Uh-huh. So probably he and Limbo are the favorites one. Yeah, I can see that. I would definitely like that. Um, as I'm getting toward, like I think Wave Eight, I feel like eh, that can work. I feel like they're gonna use. I feel like they're gonna use Wave Eight for like to see, like okay, if we like Ninja Storm, if the people like the Ninja Storm one, then they're gonna release Blake. I feel like that is like one that is gonna be rather interesting i mean at this point ninja adam at this point everybody's going crazy for ninja adam at some point if we like this if we get ninja adam one day in battle for the grid as uchi said <laughs> we need to get johnny and bosh into this like he needs to just pop, pop up do his thing yeah and be cool like honestly if i had to get another black ranger and it had to be mighty Morphin, i'm sorry zach I'm so sorry. I love Zach, you know, Mr. Hip Hop Keto himself. But yeah. I'll take Ninja Adam. If somebody said, if you can if you if you can only get one more Black Ranger for Battle for the Grub, I'll be like, ah, screw it. Just go with Ninja Adam. Yeah. Because you could do a lot with that. Like I can I can see a counter, like counters being pretty good. Um Well we have they have a sack in any future moment. Uh, in my opinion, it could work like a skin for Maxon Sentry. Why? Because if you remember one of the volumes, volumes, I think the Forever Black Ranger Power, I think it was called like that. I think so. Uh, yeah, it was in the it was in the annual. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, it was in the annual. Uh, you see, you you see a lot of Black Rangers. Oh yeah, so even some with inverse colors. That yeah. was interesting. So it makes sense at the same time if he, he comes to the Belfort Grid, he could be a really good skin, in my opinion. Yeah. 
So, or even the SPD squad. That's true. Okay. So here were some more that popped up randomly. And I think only I think I only got two of them. But these two are rather important. So one that came up, this was from the um no pink spandex. And everybody knows pink no pink spandex, like very popular website and you know podcasts as well. They're saying that the uh, there's an upcoming Lightning Collection Power Rangers in Space 2-pack to include Andros and Astronomer. And this is coming from their sources. So according to their sources, one of the Lightning Collection 2-packs will be the Power Rangers in Space featuring Andros and Astronomer at $39.99. If this is true, would you buy it? Heck yeah. Yeah, I'll be kind of for it. I think... Having astronomer with either Andros or Zane she works out perfectly. She's still being beautiful. Oh yeah, definitely. I just pray that they don't screw the faces up. Like they be like how they do with the female faces. Yes, yeah, so, I don't know why they have the. <laughs> they really have a lot of issues with the female faces. Not necessarily with the men. I mean, the men do get some weird ones here and there. Like I know Just a lot of people are Billy face. People are yeah, people were mad at about Billy. People were definitely mad about Zach, the second one. Um they didn't I don't think they've messed up on a single Tommy yet, which is good. And I mean I that's why I'm thinking they when they re- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel like when they re release the Tommies is because it's just a change in the hairstyle too. You know, we go from ponytail to long hair. So we got a little bit of a ponytail with some long hair going down. Or when we get Dino Thunder Black, at one point we'll get spiky. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the second one was the Lightning Collection Deluxe for villains. And this one is like, these. this is talking about two iconic villains from MMPR. The King Sphinx and Pumpkin Rapper. And this is saying that they will be released at twenty nine ninety nine, and it will be a. And I think it is a two pack for them too. Now I don't know what they mean by deluxe. Like if they're going to be giant size, that would be kind of cool. Probably. And as I said, I think if you're going to start picking villains, those are probably the two most iconic villains you can pick right away. You know, if I'm thinking MMPR. I can think of Pumpkin Rapper. I do think King Sphinx. If they did like a Megazord one, I know that will cost a little bit more, maybe like a, between a $70 to $99. Maybe Cyclopsis. Because, I mean, clearly Cyclopsis in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was just a Zord, not an actual, if I remember, MZ Ranger, you know, not like a kid pilot in it. Yeah. Um, so. I think I think that was it in regards to the um in regards to that the um I'm trying to think of the word for it the um rumors for the lightning collection I do think is very interesting I would hope that we get a five and if I'm thinking specifically I would love to see a five pack of the you know A squad for SPD that can work out very well or of the Solar Rangers, maybe at one point. But I know a lot of people didn't like Beyond the Grid. But we made it work. 
And I wish that. I wish the Power Rangers. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, I mean, I like them too. I like. I do like the story. Yeah, was it darker than the other ones? Yeah, because it was like, yeah, we're literally on the edge of space. We have no way to connect to the morphing grid, and our powers are running thin. And I mean, it gave more detail to the Zeo crystals. How okay, one, the Zeo crystals are actually very, very powerful and dangerous at the same time. Yeah. And it kind of shows a world without rangers is a world without hope. And I would I would love to do an episode um specifically for Beyond the Grid. I would love to just be like Let's just have an episode. We talk about Beyond the Grid, you know, after rereading it, you know, talk about the pros and cons. Because once again, it gave a lot more background for some of our favorite characters. I mean, I like it gave way more detail for Heckle, and it worked out very well. And it, I mean, I, I think of like with Mike as an example. Mike just thinks that at this point, he's just. He's like, well, I'm the sacrificial lamb. Let me just sacrifice myself. I'll die. I'll probably come back. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I need to do it to save everybody, sure. But it's like, I think he's getting tired of it. But it's like, he got to do it. So, that's really it for the toy rumors. And, you know, and the toys possibly coming out. I would love to see what they're going to do. I think they're going to reveal some stuff at PulseCon, which is happening in about, I think, two weeks. Yeah, kind of like that, two weeks. Yeah, so I definitely think they're going to do that there. Now, as well as, as, you know, they're going to talk, maybe they're going to talk about the Dino Fury team. And we have rumors about that in regards to the cast, about who is going to be in it, but we don't have the specific colors. Um, I like that transition. That was actually a really good transition. I did, I, I did that totally by accident. <laughs> but I'm trying to find the article without going crazy over it. Like whatever, <laughs> because like it's I know, yeah, it's like you can't. I know you can't really jump the gun too much, but you do what you got to do. I'm trying to find it. It would be in superhero stuff. I'm getting yeah. close. Sometimes we can be so sure with the rumors. For example, I remember there was a big rumor about the next season of the. Super Sentai, but it was debunked. Yeah. It was something like that. The new season going to be like the cavemen's. Uh huh. And the same time, like the cavemen, not the dinosaurs, cave. And it's kind of like, what? Doesn't okay. make sense. Yeah, no, I understand. So if you, and we'll put the link. We'll put the links for these, like for these particular things, in the chat. No, not in the chat, but we'll put them in the um, the um, what call it? Oh my gosh! In the show note when we do the <laughs> when we put the podcast up on Anchor, 
which that's where yeah. you can find us mostly at anchor f dot fm okay so with the cast of dino fury of course we have our five males and that sounds kind of crazy be like wait a minute dino fury had four males and we're not counting a gold ranger four males and one female well they're going to keep the motif of the three of the like of mmpr as we're thinking with the original three males two females so that Potentially means this. The Green Ranger, and I mean it, we might have our very first female Green Ranger. My God, that is crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they didn't go into a lot of detail. They did go into detail in the video about who they are. And they said they're not 100% confident on the actors being part of the cast. Like, they feel confident with that, but they don't feel 100% confident with their particular roles, particular colors that they're going to be. But they are Russell Curry, Hunter Denno, Kai Moya, Alexandria Nunez, and Chance Perez. As I said, I think it'll be really interesting as they're going to do if they do the gender swap with the Green Ranger, because we usually get the gender swap with the Yellow Ranger. And I think that will actually be a really awesome thing to do. And I know I'm looking in the chat, and I know I know who it is. It's Doctor Optimal. How you doing, Doctor Optimal? I'm gonna say Optimal. Optimal. <laughs> this ain't. I'm getting tired, but we're gonna persevere. I even remember there was a rumor of the Gold Ranger. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what was the name, but it was like. He is going to play the Gold Ranger, and he's going to be the first. Uh, sorry if I pronounce this bad. The first African American as the Gold Ranger. You said it perfectly. I would be look if we finally get an African American male to be a Gold Ranger. I'm going to be so happy. I'm going to be like yes, yes, yes. Okay, I think we almost hit every color. We have blue. I'm trying to remember. We have black, blue, red. I don't think any. We didn't have. I don't think there has been. I don't think there has been a single African American that was the Green Ranger. Um, I don't think we had. Don't didn't have any that was yellow. We did have one that was pink. As I don't, I'm trying to think. I don't know if we had anybody yellow, but my brain is kind of cooking right now, so I'm not going to try to jump the gun. Oh wait, no, we did have somebody green. We had Damon. We had Damon in Lost Galaxy. Yeah. And um um oh my goodness. My cowboy dude, my cowboy dude from uh Lightspeed Rescue. And we had yellow, so we hit almost every color. Oh my goodness, yes. So African Americans, black people, hey, we did it! Yay! Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, congratulations <laughs> yeah we almost hit every color of the um power rangers spectrum um and i know it was again we found we were making jokes about it it wasn't like that's actually being serious with it like once again we don't really see a lot of african-american superheroes in our tv shows like as i can you know you know not trying to have this race conversation right now but you know it's just important to know like for you know, kids, whether, you know, black, white, 
Asian, Hispanic, um, Muslim. It's it's so great to see a superhero that looks just like you on the screen, whether it's the big screen or the small screen. And it kind of just, you know, gives you that motivation and it just gives you that inspiration as well. So once again, that's going to be really interesting for Dino Fury. And once again, the PulseCon for Hasbro. And once again, remember, it's not just a Power Ranger thing for Hasbro. It's also the G.I. Joe, um, My Little Pony, Transformers, and Power Rangers. All of those at this this virtual convention. And that's happening on Friday, September 25th. And so hopefully on the 27th, we'll have some stuff we can talk about with that. Hopefully some good news. And, you know... I would love to see this cast of Dino Fury because it's getting closer and closer as the days go along. Yeah. Speaking of a new cast member, how did you feel about Lauren joining the grid finally? Just initial thoughts because we're going to have an episode this Sunday just for Lauren. And once we finish our little initial thoughts, it will reveal the guest of honor. Well, the guests of honor. There's more than one. But what are your <laughs> yeah. initial thoughts of Lauren Sheba, the Red she Samurai Ranger? <laughs> she is nuts. It's incredible. Yeah. I will definitely say this. I'm I am gonna play her. I did say I would get rid of the red I would get rid of my Jason. I'm gonna be a man of my word and I'm gonna get rid of Jason. <laughs> the Tyrannosaurus just went extinct. <clears throat> And we go, we gonna light everything up on fire. So, I definitely think that um, I do like Lauren so far. Just by the fifteen minutes I played of her, and I'm still I need to learn combos. I need to figure out her movement. She felt kind of slow, but I hope that doesn't mean my Joy Cons are kind of biting the dust. I hope not. And my second plan for that is, of course, buy more Joy new Joy Cons. But also buy an arcade fighting stick. And I know 8 Bit Doe is having one come out soon, I think either in September or October. Um I'm not gonna lie, I love her alternate color. It just I don't know, it gives me like that it's like it fire. <laughs> it's, it does it screams fire. And you can still like the sh- like the uh, shine on the helmet, like on the fire symbol part, you can still like it has like the little burn marks on it, like like you get like there was like an ember in there, and it's like, oh my gosh, that looks so cool. Yeah. And even at this point, it's only been one day. No, it's been less than a day. It's literally has been less than a day. And people have already found ways to break the character and to find these combos that are such a death. Um, possibly zero bars or Okay, you're gonna use only two bars for your special. And I'm or not gonna lie, her bars. S- or and I will say this: her special is amazing. And I just like it. It's just like, oh my god, I would feel if I was on the receiving end of that, I would be in the same way. Like, oh my god, this hurts. <laughs> yeah. But once again, for anybody that didn't know, Lauren Shiva is officially out in the grid for Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, and. If you get the season three pass, that will give you not only RJ, 
but also Lorne. And the third mystery character is clearly Scorpina. Yeah. So, that's the thing right there. I love the game. I'm I'm still I'm gonna see if I can pre-order it, pre-order the physical copy, as well as pre-order the um memory of heroes for Common Rider. That's that'll be my first one. I'm gonna go that first, then go for Power Rangers. And I think that'll be really cool in the long run. Um but on Sunday, we'll be going in a lot more detail with Lauren Sheba. Like some people are probably finding the ins and outs of her already. So that gives them enough time to join in on our stream and like to talk about it, but as well as hear from our special guest about it. So we have, first and foremost, the person that is on Twitter so much creating these busted combos, which are really cool. The one and only Gadget guru heck yeah and so that was really cool to get gadget guru to do this so hopefully he'll still be able to do it and then our next person and it will be somebody that has finally gotten onto our gone into an esports league in current esports we are bringing back the one and only hannah aka current glitchy cobra <laughs> and once again, she's been going really hard on the game and she's already figuring out some stuff with um with Battle for the Grid, especially with Lauren. So that's gonna be nice. And our third and final guest is somebody that was supposed to be originally on our podcast, like as a third host, as a third host. But you know, he does a lot of stuff already, you know, with his fighting game tournaments, whether it's for the grid whether it's for um, Skybound. And he is the founder of Clash Gaming Network, the one and only CGN Shinjay. Bravo! <laughs> and so it's going to be amazing to see all three of them come apart and to come on and be a part of this legendary episode with us, you know, intro- like going over the ins and outs of a brand new character. And I think when we get to our third and final character, once again, clearly Scorpina, once we get to that character, I think we're going to probably, it's going to be a, it's going to be a crowded episode. I think in my opinion, it's going to be a crowded episode. Yeah. But once again, our, we will be having an episode on Sunday. And by which, you know, if you're watching on if you're watching this post, then you better hope you're on here on the, um, what date is that? I need to look at a calendar, the 20th. So on the 20th, we will be having, once again, glitchy, current glitchy Cobra, the Gadget Guru, and CGN Shinjai on for our Lauren Shiba episode of that other Toku podcast. So definitely check it out. And we will love to see everybody not only on Twitch watching it with us and, you know, being a part of the conversation, but also, you know, listening to it post as well. And now. Let's jump to the sky and let's turn to a rider kick. (laughs) A jump to the sky turns to a rider kick. Yeah. 
So we do have some common writer news. We're going to start with the sadly, a sad, untimely passing of an actor that was from common writer Hibiki. And her name was, uh, I can't, I'm, a, I'm sorry if I butcher it, say mm-hmm. Ashina. Yeah. Um, she did pass away. They said that they found her dead. And once again, they don't have the cause of death is unknown. And once again, condolences, ah, condolences to her family and to her friends. You know, not only within the t- within the common writer world, but outside of it as well. Um, then you sent me something about common writer fifteen. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I. I think this is the one Gaia movie that I did skip out on. So I'm like, oh my God, who is this dude? Like, who well, is this guy? But I'm like, then I remember, I remember the face. <laughs> well, technically, they just announced a new Cameron Ryder guy, Gaiden announced. Oh, okay. So, so oh. September 16th, a stylized as Gaia, similar to Kaisa Dates, September 13th, the Toyota Kusatsu fan club Twitter accounts. Account teased a new guide guidance for the streaming platform. The trailer teases a new trailer to Sawami City. Sorry if I butchered it. In addition to that, Camera Writer Guide Episode 9 1 to Episode 11 is available to stream for free for a limited time. Oh boy. Now, if you. If you have not seen Gaium, I need you guys to go watch it first. <laughs> And then, as fast as you can, get over to watch this Kamen Rider Gaiden. Because, once again, you get to watch it free for a limited time only. So, that's cool. I'm not going to lie. I love Gaiom. And I'm definitely going to start watching this as well now. Like, I'm already watching Saber. I need to... I still got to catch up on Zero One. So, I got a lot on, my, I got a lot on the plate. <laughs> Yeah, but on, not only that, even the actors who play Gaim and Baron are talking like they're going to do something new coming soon. Ooh, okay. This, ooh, I, I like this now. Hmm. You got me thinking now. And I can't, I, I can't wait for this to come out. I'm going to, like, as I said, I'm going to, if you see me on my Twitter losing my crap over Gaium, you kind of know why now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gay. Um, so I think so far that's really it for the Kamen Rider news. Um, once again, you can still you still have a chance to pre-order Kamen Rider Memory of Heroes because once again, I think it comes out October 29th, so you still got some time to pre-order it. And once again, if you get it on Play Asia, you can get the English one of it, where you know it has the English subtitles and the me- and the menu and the English menus on there. So that's definitely something I want to get. It is not only available on the PlayStation Four, but also available on the Nintendo Switch, which makes me very, very happy. Yeah, I do this have which edition I'm going to buy. Yeah, um, I don't have a PS4, so I'm going to get the Switch one, and I'm going to say, let's go for the premium one. Heck yeah, me too. 
I'm fine. I am fine with getting the premium one. I do like the music from Zero One. I haven't. The last time I've seen O's was a very long time ago, so I remember a little bit about O's. I've never watched Double, and that's one I'm gonna probably need to watch just to get some more clarification. But once again, I feel like that's like um, O's and and Double are ones that you can easily jump into because they are episodic. So it's like, yeah, if you skip an episode, you're not going to really lose too much of it. Like, if you, like, I think, like, the ones like Habiki and even Gaim to an extent, and I would say Drive, too, a little bit. The overarching storyline starts getting a little convoluted. If you miss an episode, you might get confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of Kamen Rider shows, Let's get into our review of episode one. And I'm thinking time-wise, I think we might have time for episode two. But let's see what we can do. But we're definitely hitting episode one. And if we can get into episode two, let's talk about episode two. And so our story begins with a man with a pink wig or pink hair. Tell us this lovely story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And... Once again, he will introduce the episode every single time and end the episode every single time, so you better get used to it. Um, and once again, it kind of shows, like, talks about how at one point all the, like, the world was all connected with, like, you know, magic, science, um, knowledge. They were all together in one. And then, you know, they had, like, the common writers, which were these I want to say these swordsmen. I don't want to say knights, but swordsmen. You know that defended it, and then sadly to say, one of them decided to say, "Oh, I'm going to stab you in the back." Like this Among Us. Like who's the imposter? <laughs> yeah. And and nobody said, "Oh wait, I think Caliber is sus right now." I hope yeah. I hope somebody said that. <laughs> That'd be funny. <laughs> but um. Of course, like there's some betrayal and, you know, the world becomes in peril. Many of these swordsmen do get defeated and their books are lost as well, as well as some of them are stolen. And we see our main character as a kid with one of the swordsmen as he sacrifices himself. And from what I can tell, he sacrifices himself and all that is left is just the book. Like the world has been saved except for one little girl that goes through a portal. And we, I don't know what that was about, but okay. And once again, our, our main character is left with the brave dragon book. Fast forward to the future. And our main character is now an Arthur. And I mean, apparently he's a really great writer. It just seems like he's a little lazy. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like that sometimes. Yeah. And apparently his editor is, like, right on his case because she's just like, I want to hang out with my friends. Please just finish it so I can edit and do what I got to do. And he's like, oh, wait, I am done. In my head. <laughs> and I love her. I love her reaction because it's like I'm done, and she's like, "Yes!" In my head, it's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> like, no, yeah. please don't do that to me. Uh, um, 
But as we continue along through the episode, and he, he still has kept the book from a very long time, and we... Um, trying to think what else my brain is kind of drifting now again oh no i'm gonna pass it to you if you remember it brains drifted. Well, after that he said he has an appointment with somebody else yeah he grabbed his i don't know like backpack kind of like that and he runs like there's no tomorrow mm-hmm. when he goes to that place he wanted to go he finds a little child. Uh, he tells him like the books are really cool, and you can learn a lot about them. Yeah, and then if I remember correctly, and of course we see our main, like I see some of our bad guys in the other world, in the um the book world. I'm just gonna call it that right now. And this hand that it like this, you know decapitated hand, I don't know, decapitated might be the wrong word, a severed hand, you know, right in, like, right in, in this book, you know, telling the story about what's happening so far. And, of course, we see Caliber, bad guy, um, and basically, they give this monster a book so that they can turn a part of the world into the pages of a book so that it can be destroyed, basically. From what I can tell. And of course, our main hero, the editor, I mean, yeah, Toma. I forgot Toma. That's his name, if I remember correctly. That's our main character, Toma, our mm-hmm. editor, and the little kid get caught inside of the book. And it's like, oh my goodness, that's so cool and it's amazing. And then it's like, it kind of goes into the territory of Avatar The Last Airbender where everything changes when the Fire Nation attacks. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of goes, everything changed. Like, it's a nice book and everything. But right when the monster appears, it's like, oh, time to start destroying stuff. Let's make a portal. Let's start sucking people into this, uh, into this portal. And, of course, our editor is about to go into the portal, but Toma saves her. And it's like he felt like like he slipped like she's slipping, but then he's reminded of the little girl that he lost grip of at the at the very beginning when they were kids, and that gave him the motivation and the strength not only pull her back but kick a fire hydrant so hard to break the top off of it and have all the water go into the portal, thus closing. Just imagine that, man. I mean, he's a writer. He's a, he has a lot of strength in his legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, then we kind of get into a little bit of the... And then, like, of course, the monster and him, they're fighting and stuff. And, oh, yeah, we do see our other writer as well. He's just in the background because, like, He's like, okay, I need to do something, but it's like, wait, I'm going to need to watch this for a moment and see what happens. And then Toma, he has the book, and he finally opens the pages of it. And of course, like, the Wonder Books are very tiny, so when I mean open the pages, just open it up. And his and his henshin, henshin device appears, puts the book in there, and oh boy, I give, like, I give him props. Because it's just like you see the dragon and everything, and it's like, and the 
and the sword comes down and he picks it up and it's like and both of them the monster and our secondary rider they're like no human no regular human can actually touch the sword the sword of flame and what happened he actually was able to touch it it's just a regular human picked up that sword that was still on fire he was like it burned a little bit but he was like i am like he was for it and i love that like the um like the king arthur kind of feel to like you're pulling the sword out the stone in this case he pulled the sword of the fire yes he (laughs) he pulled the sword out the fire and of course we get you know i'm trying to think with it we do get our henshin and everything. I love how it just shows like the like they really put a lot of budget into the background. And when we get to the CGI part, they put a lot of money into that. And yeah. all I can say is, is please don't blow your budget. I mean, I think Kamen Rider is pretty good with their budget, but I hope they do not burn it within like the first 10 episodes. I don't think they will do that. I mean, for example, in the case of Zero One and Bill, they well Bill Zero One and Zero, they have a lot of budget. Okay. Okay. I I mean I never saw Zio. Never saw a build. I do want to watch build. But in my opinion, this one has the best budget for the CGI. Oh yes, definitely. And I love it's like the way they do it too, it's so artistic and I just love the way it looks because, like, once again, you see the pages constantly turning, like, it's showing, like, some move, like, movements of the characters. Um, and I love the suit. Like, the suit just looks amazing because, like, the budget looked like their budget for these suits look, they, it's so good. It looks amazing. I love it because they have, like, the little side cape or, like, the side of, like, the jacket kind of thing going on on the right hand side. Yeah. And, and once again, my brain thinks when I look at the dragon, I'm like, that looks like Giyumon from Digimon, um, from Digimon Season 3. I don't know what, I forgot what I think it's called. I can't remember what it was called in Japan, but I know it was here, Digimon um, Season 3. I forgot the name of it. People don't kill me on that one. Well, in Mexico, it was called Digimon 3. Just okay. Like that. <laughs> um. Even the fourth season, we are talking like that. Uh, it was called Digimon Frontier, right? Yes. Well, Mexico, it was called Digimon War. And that's it. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm actually trying really hard not to laugh. I'm trying. You can do it, man. Like the photo I showed you earlier. Yes, I did. I did love the photo. I was just. <laughs> I was at low. I was at low energy. I'm still a little bit at low energy, but. I was definitely on low energy after that, after my class thing. Um, and then we get to our first fight. And when, if, you, if you only watch episode one, not going into episode two, you're going to be pissed off because it's like, oh, where's the rider kick? But, of course, you know, when we get to episode two, the, pay, like, the number of books constitute the final attack. And so, the if you only have one book, it's like like volume one, final. I'm gonna call it final strike or whatever. 
And for them, like for our riders, it's a sword-based attack. And my God, it looked cool. The CGI for the fight looked cool in general because they went, it's like they went from like that part of Japan to like a totally different world. And he's fighting on different pillars and everything. Fights the young monster when it's supersized. That was just amazing. And so we do, we are finally introduced to Common Rider Saber. And then the episode ends. You know, of course, I'm sitting in the, um, and I'll definitely say we're going to just leave it at this part because we'll do episode two later on. Um, to end episode one, of course, they're sitting in the um, bookstore that he owns. Because uh, once again, he loves books. If you couldn't tell, he's an author. He reads books to kids. And it's like, you know, the wonder and adventure that you can get from a book is, you know, not only like, not only in the comedy show is amazing, but in real life, like reading a book is awesome. Um, but the episode ends with our secondary writer. Um, I forgot his name. What was his name? I can't remember. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna just call him Lion Man right now. Cause you wanna know why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, the the guy, the boy, he he came into the bookstore riding on a lion, not a real lion, but of course, like his 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 theme is a lion, like on like especially on his chest as well when he's transformed. But he's riding a lion, and they're like, "What?" They're like, "They their reaction is hilarious with it." Yeah. Um, theme song, both beginning, both opening and ending are fantastic. I definitely feel like that's something you can kind of get a groove to, something you can dance to, because it's not like full on rock, but it has like that festive feel to it. It's feel jazzy at the opening. Yeah. Because, you know, it's jazz. Yeah. And I definitely like that because it's definitely not like rock in your face kind of thing. Like, I just like to be like, oh, yeah, I know this is a comrade show that sticks out now. Like, I feel like the, um, like, Saber <laughs> sticks out for that one reason alone. Not only with the motif that it's doing, but more importantly, just the ability that it's having right now with the theme songs. Like, the opening and ending theme. It's amazing. Yeah. So, I would definitely say I did enjoy the episode. I would give it, in my opinion, I would give it a nine out of ten. Even though we, I feel like, I feel like I kind of butch, like I feel like I did a lot of the talk, but I kind of butchered the um review a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but I did like the episode overall. I'll give it a nine out of ten, and the only reason I knock a point off of it is just because I feel like they did a lot with the CGI, and I'm like, oh lord, please don't let them blow their budget just on CGI. <laughs> But how did you feel about the episode? It was cool. It was exciting. I like it a lot. Yeah. But to be so. honest, I was skeptical because the the first time when the first time I, they announced the how it was the motif, like the books and something like that, I was like, "Are you serious, books?" It's kind of like uh, meh to me. But after watching it, it was like, 
this is awesome. They, yeah. Even in the ending and stuff like that, you can see names of the famous people of books. And now I got to go back and look at that. Just to, I got to look. Now I got to go back and look at that because now that's stuck in my mind. Because um, you want to let me go. Well, if, well, if you are very curious, you you're going to like. You're going to be like, I need to read that book. I want to read it. Well, I'm definitely an avid reader, so I would I would be the person to do that. So yeah, from my in my opinion, the if I have to qualify the episode, I will give it like a nine point five of ten. All right, and you can tell it from both of us. We love this episode, and I definitely think. Common Rider Saber is having a really great start with the first episode, but I can say now the first two episodes. So, not this week, because it's the Lauren Sheba episode. The following week, talk about episode two. And I kind of like that we, we're going to be doing that just because we can be an episode behind and it kind of like an episode or two behind and it kind of keeps people caught up. Yeah. yeah. Especially for people that are new to the show, they can be like, oh, I can catch up now. We didn't forget about Ultraman. Let's just be honest. We didn't forget about Ultraman. It's just, there's a lot of other stuff that happened. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, please make sure of one thing in, in particular. Support these shows whenever you can, whether it's buying merchandise. Because a um, team um, writer did show that there are, they have the um, two new shirts coming out for the Amazon writers. Um, team Alpha and Team Omega. So I like that. I like the shirts. I might get one of them as a tank top, even though we're about to be out of tank top weather. Um, but definitely support the shows, you know, as best as you can, whether it's buying the merchandise, whether it's the games, T-shirts, rider belts, um, toys, or even just trying to watch shows legally. You know, you can watch Ultraman for free on YouTube. You can... Watch Power Rangers like on Nickelodeon, whatever in whatever country you're in, it might be different. Like it could be Cartoon Network, it could be Disney, um, or probably some other totally different kids network. Um, I know Kamen Rider is a little harder just because it's hard to watch the show in a in a legal space, and you got to go on other websites for it. So that's why we never put those websites into our show notes because we just want to support the official release of it as best as we can by talking about it and promoting it. And, you know, if by chance, and we'll talk about this much later on, like when we're both, you know, either not tired or busy about the um, sweepstakes, because I think we, I think we should probably do something common Rider related. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely check us out um, next on this Sunday on the 20th, if you're watching us on Twitter, I mean, on Twitch. You know, for the Lauren Sheba episode, because that's going to be fun. And that one definitely might be over an hour, but we're going to have fun with it. Where can they find you at, Crownless? Well, you can find me on Twitter, like, uh, underscore, well, underscore, sorry. <laughs> and Crownless KOP. And on Twitch, you can find me on twitch.tv slash the no more hero. Okay. And I apologize if you're playing in the background for some reason. That was kind of stupid. But you can find me 
at proto underscore sonic 720 on twitter and you can find me on twitch at proto underscore sonic you know twitch.tv slash proto underscore sonic and you can find the twitter for that other toku podcast at that toku once again we are definitely being we're going to be more proactive like proactive we're going to be more active on the twitter whether it's we uh, we retweets that's how I know I'm getting tired. My my W's and R's are changing now. <laughs> um, you know, with the retweets, you know, posts and stuff, not only just about schedules, but like your thoughts and opinions on everything. And definitely check out the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast at whether it is on Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, um, as well as many other places. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but we have so many places that we are on now with our um, podcast. So please make sure you follow and subscribe to it as well. That is greatly appreciated. And once again, just to end it off, I want you all to have a fantastic night, morning, or day, whenever you're listening to this. Please make sure you stay safe out there by wearing a mask, you know, being six feet apart, socially distancing, and going out when you only need to. Don't be an a-hole. <laughs> and with that said, ride on, my friends. Ride on. <laughs>